When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Buff Nation. Let's go. Welcome in to DNVR Buffs Primetime. Oh, yeah. We are presented by the American Raptors. Head on over to AmericanRaptors.com. Grab your free ticket for one of the rugby matches or stream all their games there. How are you doing today, Ryan? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, I've recovered from getting killed in the comments on YouTube yesterday. (laughs) I am very sorry for ever assuming that Coach Prime would exaggerate about anything. That's, uh, he doesn't exaggerate. I've learned. I've since learned that. On the behalf of Buff Nation, we accept your apology. Oh, thank you. And <laughs> uh, you know Jackson State and, and Jackson Coach State, Prime Nation. Yep. Of uh, but seriously, I I actually appreciated all the people in the comments, at least the ones who weren't mean spirited about it, being like, "No, bro, Coach Prime doesn't exaggerate." Yep. <laughs> it's like, all right. They're like, watch the videos of all the um, meetings at Jackson State. He doesn't play around. I'm like, all right. Speaking of learn my lesson. They uh, Deion Sanders Jr. on the well on the off well media page on YouTube. They added the second well half off. or well off uh, YouTube page. They added the second half to his talk with the Jackson State players. Oh, so there's there's I think there's another video out there too. So we have two things to watch once we get done here. Jeez, absolutely loaded show today though. Um, some coaching staff updates. The big one being Sean Lewis. Deion Sanders was able to take. A currently sitting FBS head coach. Successful FBS head coach. A successful one who runs a great offense. Buy him out of his contract. And he is an offensive coordinator in the Power Five now. I have never seen a move like that. I really haven't either. I'm trying to remember when I've seen anything like this. And nothing immediately jumps out. I'm sure it's been done before. But this is a great, great example of how in CU is. You know, obviously, Coach Prime has to recruit these guys and convince them to come here. But CU has to pay 750k to buy him out of his contract, and then we assume probably somewhere in the range of 750k to a million a year for him to be here at Colorado. And I think there's several reasons why Sean Lewis is interested in this. Should I? Yeah, go ahead, get into it. Let's go. Number one, he was incredible with Dustin Crum as his quarterback at Kent State. Kind of a match made in heaven for those two. Uh, Dustin Crum wins Mac Player of the Year, MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, all that stuff. And then he leaves. And this year, with a lesser quarterback, they didn't have near the same success. Now, they also lost like a bunch of offensive linemen, and everyone's asking, well, why did they fall back? It's very clearly personnel. So I think he thought, okay, well, I could go back to Power 5, be really successful on offense again mm-hmm. with – what I'll get into in a second. And then I'll probably get a power five head coaching offer rather than trying to elevate for lack of a better term, lesser players here in the Mac where I might not have the same luck trying to find a quarterback who wants to come here. Well, he doesn't even have to think about the quarterback at Colorado. And that's, I think what's, what's number one, the combination of Sean Lewis and Shadur Sanders. I just think it's the number one reason why coach prime reached out to Sean Lewis and it's the number one reason why Sean Lewis took the job is it's a match made in heaven. It is he d- he demands a lot of his quarterback to essentially know what he's looking at. And you would think that would be obvious, but 
a lot of college quarterbacks don't know what they're looking at, and I think that's yep. one of the things he ran into this year with his quarterback. Shador, maybe the number one best quality he brings to the table other than, you know, just being so athletic and, you know, um, intuitive is, or I guess that is it. It's his between the ears. Yep. He's an extremely smart quarterback who also happens to be extremely talented as mm -hmm. well, I guess is what I was trying to say there. And these two together are going to be a problem. Absolutely. It's an attacking offense, too. Uh, some roots from those Baylor teams. Uh, you mentioned RG3 before we went live and yep. how they carved up the buffs a long time ago. And hopefully we see that at Folsom Field just on the other side. Uh, the thing with this Baylor offense, I mean, they're vertical. They love to stretch the field, but not just up and down. It's sideline to sideline. Their splits are very, very wide. They like to really test the defense and just see how sound you are de defending all that space because they really put you to the test and make you run around the field. It's... In this altitude, too, it's going to be – it could play a huge factor for a lot of teams coming from sea uh, level elevation. Absolutely. And that's the first thing that kind of everyone's hearing is, oh, the flash-fast offense is what they called it at Kent State because, of course, they are the golden flashes. Yep. Um, and he really runs it up-tempo. But what I love the most about this is the amount of responsibility it puts on the players. Mm -hmm. uh, and – that will not work if you don't get the players, but we're very confident yep. that Coach Prime is going to bring the players in here. And the way it works is essentially the defense is going to tell you the play before you even snap the ball. Now, good defenses can disguise what they're doing and maybe get you into some bad situations. But for example, there will be times where there's a, you know, you've got your X wide receiver lined up on the outside and the corner is playing 10 yards off and it's just like automatic the, the quarterback knows it the wide receiver knows it it's a it's a comeback route mm -hmm. at seven yards run up there turn around and there's your easy seven and you're on to the next play and you go hurry up and then as soon as you get up there you say okay well now they're spreading it now they've pressed up a little bit now we want to go vertical mm -hmm. it's just like bang 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 whatever the defenses do you have a counter to it um and you see you've honestly for years if you if you're a, you know a longtime buffs fan like myself You've seen teams do this to us, right? Right. When you get a defense guessing, they are in so much trouble. There's a lot of these RPO-style plays um, where it's just like the quarterback makes one read. Yep. And it's so simple for them. There's the triple option stuff that I broke down in the video that I just put on my Twitter if you want to go look, at Ryan Konigsberg. It's my favorite play in college football because – I don't really think there is a way to defend it. The only way to defend it is to force them to hand it off and hope that the running back doesn't, yeah. uh, you know, doesn't break it. Um, essentially, what you're doing is you're giving the quarterback three options, just like the old triple option, right. but in a spread offense. He can hand it off, he can keep it, or he can throw it out to the flat, and it just puts so much pressure on a defense. And you know, I've often wondered if you could work this stuff into the NFL game. Yeah. Obviously, the, the, the caliber of athlete and the caliber of you know what they know is a lot greater there, but it cannot be defended by college players. It's going to be a battle for every team that plays against the Colorado Buffaloes next year. We're going to get into roster stuff. I want to mention this, though, before we do. Kent State's quarterback, Colin Sheely, is in the NCAA transfer portal. He was Kent State starter last year. I just keep an eye on this one. The Buffs need quarterback de uh, depth behind Shadir Sanders. Um, of course, they have guys on the roster. I wouldn't necessarily call them a scheme fit for what they're going to try and run with Sean um, Lewis. 
it's going to be interesting. So keeping your, an eye on that one there. Uh, real quick before we move on, though, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. You guys know we love our Breck brews over here at DMVR. Breckenridge Brewery has collaborated with Never Summer to release their newest beer, the Fun Slinger Lager. It's light. It's crushable. Perfect after a day on the slopes or here at the DMVR bar. Uh, you can check out their beer locator at www.breckbrew to find the Fun Slinger near you, Mountain Beach Sour, maybe a Buddy Pass. Yes, sir. <laughs> if you want a drink for two. <laughs> there you go. Also, shout out to our friends over at Illegal Pete's. We are hyped to be teaming up with local legends Illegal Pete's here at DMBR. Illegal Pete's is always our go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. How many days in a row could you eat at Illegal Pete's before you got sick of it? I Unlimited. Straight up unlimited. Um, I always tell anyone, and Illegal Pete's isn't like authentic Mexican food, but... I can eat that style of food every single day for my life without even thinking twice about 100%. it. One hundred percent, I'm right there with you. Whether that's American Mexican or yes. true authentic Mexican food. One hundred percent, new Mexican too. Yes. Uh, Illegal Pizza is hooking you all up with a little something extra this year. Spend one hundred dollars on gift cards and score an extra twenty five dollars for free. Shout out Illegal Pizza. Let's get to talking about. The roster as a whole will do a little recruiting update. I did the thing. One more thing I Go just want to say on Sean Lewis. Another reason why I think Deion Sanders brought him here is because this guy racks up stats mm -hmm. for everyone. Yep. When he was at Kent State two years, so not this year, the year last year, mm -hmm. they set this, the record for rushing yards and passing yards in the same season. So it's not the air raid where you can't recruit running backs. It's not the pro style where you can't recruit quarterbacks and wide receivers. It's this beautiful, balanced mix where you can literally turn to every player on the offense and say, except for maybe tight end. I didn't see a lot of tight end. Yeah. But you can turn to them and say, you are going to put up numbers while you are here at Colorado. And it's very rare in 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 that way i think thing i also love about it too is he's topping the charts and all these advanced stats in terms of epa uh we had parker fleming on before the tcu game some of you guys may remember that that are listening or watching right now kent state topped those charts when uh dustin crumb was at quarterback for kent state so i think they were only behind alabama i mean wow i mean we keep on alabama keeps on coming up this is yep. kind of crazy yep um, let's get to the current roster, though. We did have an award that was given out. Uh, Jordan Tyson, freshman All-American. Uh, he really only made an impact in the middle of the season. Of course, he got hurt against Oregon, so he didn't get to play the last couple games. And he wasn't even starting to start the season. Crazy. And he's going to be a piece, maybe not to start the season, but I remember Coach Sanford saying he would be very surprised if he doesn't play at some point next year. Yeah, um... First of all, just wishing for the best for him in his recovery. Second of all, I think he's on the list of players who are he going to be, to be sticking around if there are any, um, which I wouldn't be entirely shocked if there weren't. Mm -hmm. But obviously this is a guy who uh, is legitimate and I think could play at any Pac-12 school and maybe beyond. Um, just an electric vertical threat who also has fantastic ball skills, great hands everything you want mm -hmm. um and remember a lot of this is like how are we putting the best offense around Shador Sanders 
personally, if he's anything like he was before he got hurt, I think that's a guy who can play for this team. Now, they might just bring in like six, four, and five-star wide receivers. And, right. you know, the injury, maybe he doesn't come back at 100%, which I really hope doesn't happen. Uh, and they might not need him. But congratulations to Jordan Tyson, who truly, in the purest sense of the word, made the most of his opportunities. Absolutely. Just a couple updates. I'm just going to scroll through my timeline, so it might take me a while to get from bit to bit here. But this is from Dylan Edwards. CU offered 2023 four-star running back Dylan Edwards. He is he has received 35 total offers <laughs> from schools like Notre Dame, Oregon, and TCU. That stuff is already starting to roll in. I, um, I need to start bookmarking this stuff because there was another kid last night who I thought was hilarious. He's a five-star, and he said... I thought I had my top 15 narrowed down and then coach prime goes to Colorado and it's just like, wow, it's, it's happening, man. And another four star defensive end responded to him and was like, bro, same, like, wow. Every recruit in the entire country is either answering a phone call from prime or hoping they get a phone yeah. call from prime. Um, this one, I, this came through last night. Dorian singer entered the transfer portal, the wide receiver from Arizona a couple hours later, maybe yeah. I think it was one hour later, he said that Colorado had offered him. He was the leading receiver in the Pac-12 last year. He absolutely tore up the buffs when they played against him. That was Carl Durrell's final game. It was like nine receptions, 160 yards, and a touchdown. Wow. I mean, it's it's happening. Also, well, And I was going to say, that one had the feeling of reverse order, right? He announced he's in the transfer portal, and then he announced he got an offer from Colorado. To me, that almost sounds like he got the call. Yep. And then he put in yep. uh, the, the uh, transfer portal request. By the way, there used to be when Dion was on NFL Network, mm -hmm. uh, he had his little post game show, and the tagline oh. of it was, "If you ball, you get the call." Yes. We need to bring that back up for high school students. Absolutely. If you ball, you get the call from no Coach Prime. Dude, that was one of my favorite shows. Him oh. and Chris Rose, it was like Game Day Prime. They called yeah. it back then. I loved watching that. It was awesome, and and. You really saw during that the difference in the way that Dion connects with the players. Mm -hmm. And it makes it so obvious why so many of these guys want to go play for him. By the way, that top 25 uh, coaches with the most and least swagger yeah. came out today. And obviously Prime's going to be number of one. Of course. But what I thought was jarring was how big the gap was between one and two. Yeah. Which, no disrespect to Lane Kiffin, who has his own brand of swagger is not even in the same stratosphere when it when it comes to swagger as Coach Prime. And it's just like <laughs> yes. another thing in these last few days that have been like, wow, we are in for a hell of a ride. Um, I've been consuming a ton of Dion content, so I'll add this too. I watched Rich Eisen. I think he talked to Bruce Feldman of Fox Sports about him. And Rich brought up a story just when Dion was at NFL Network and they'd go to the Combine, just how the players gravitated towards him. I mean, and this was, so what? four or five years ago, three years ago when he was at NFL Network back then, he said every year, like, Coach Prime would be like, hey, man, like, pull a player aside. Rich Eisen said they'd have to mute the mic because he would just tune the, go off. He'd become Coach Prime at that point. And Rich Eisen just said these players were so engaged mm -hmm. listening to him. Just exciting stuff to imagine what's going to happen. Sterling Dixon, a four-star 2024 recruit, he plays edge. He was offered by Coach Prime. Um, Isaiah Heithcock was offered by Coach Prime. He is a three-star tight end in the 2024 class also. 
Um, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And you can clearly tell today was the first day where they truly sat down and started hitting the phones right. and reminding these guys about what's going on in Colorado. So this one I thought was very interesting because I think this is – the signs just point to this player coming to see you. Jackson State defensive lineman Katron Evans tells me he has entered the transfer portal. The 6'3", 315-pound D lineman from Norfolk, Virginia, has ranked as a four-star recruit in the 21 class, held a total of 41 offers – Wow. Including Tennessee and Alabama. That's from Hawes Fawcett. He is from on three. Um, I mean, he entered the portal. Coach Prime was his coach. So he plays at Jackson State currently. Yes. My only worry about that is now he can't play yep. uh, in the Celebration Bowl, which would just surprise me um, that he would want to skip that. Mm -hmm. But it is possible that a lot of these guys announce before they truly put their name into the portal. Right. Um, it is possible he wants to see what's out there for him and give himself some time to hear from other places, even though he's not officially in the portal. We'll see what happens, though. For sure. Um, I think that's all that we got in terms of recruits and transfers. The big story last night, I can't remember what time it was. It was around 8 or 9 o'clock. We saw four... 2023 CU recruits that were recruited under Carl Durrell and Mike Sanford all decommitted at the same time. I mean, we can assume that their offers were rescinded or that they were told they're not going to be accepted. And w at least one of them said that in their statement. Yes. Uh, essentially saying, I was told that I was going to have my offer honored, and today I was told it's yes. not. Um, it sounds like almost all of them will be facing the same fate uh, in this regard. Yep. It's a tough situation. It is. Um, and it goes back to the same conversation we've now had every single day, Jake, which is you trying to play big-time college football in Boulder yep. or, or do we want to be nice? Yep. Uh, and uh, that's a really black-and-white way of putting it, but it's kind of the truth. Like, if Deion Sanders thinks that he can – bring in better recruits, then there's no reason to hold on to these guys. I know it's unfortunate for them, especially with the proximity to signing day, but they do have a little bit of time here. Um, and so it's just one of those things where it's like, damn, that sucks for those guys. Cost of doing business. It looked like all of them had their offers rescinded. I think there's one or two guys that yep. they're uh, still talking to. I talked to Justin Michael of DMVR Rams. I talked to our guy earlier today. We were doing a basketball podcast. It'll be up shortly after this one goes up. He also talked because they hired um, Jay Norvell last year. Yep. And he talked about this is the same thing that Jay Norvell did. Is yep. He pulled almost all the offers from the kids that were offered from Steve Adazio. And only one player that was, I don't know if he was committed or offered, one of those players from Adazio only ended up being on Norvell's roster. Norvell, what do you turn over 50 some odd players? Uh, the number that sticks out to me is 59. I don't know if that's mm -hmm. actually what it was. But he essentially brought in an entirely new roster. And we've been talking about 20 or 30 yeah. for Coach Prime. Maybe we're underestimating what can be done in one offseason. No joke. Um, we'll wait and see. But this this happens everywhere in college football when new coaches come in. It's always a little jarring, I think, for the fan base, which we saw online last night. I think it tells you a lot about your hire and their belief in their ability to recruit whether or not they do or don't honor all of them. Because I remember several 
CU classes in which they have honored all of them. Mm-hmm. And I always read that to mean, yeah, well, this coach doesn't think he can get better guys in this short period of time, so he's going to take his chances. Whereas, like, Coach Prime is saying, no, no, I need all of these scholarships for better players. I want to read this Coach Prime tweet he put out today because he is not messing around. Um, we already I covered expect that. Anything less? Exactly. Coach Prime tweeted out at 12:04 Mountain Time. I keep seeing. I'm blessed to receive an, an offer from CU Buffs football. I'm cool with that. But if you know what, if you know what I know, you need to start saying I'm blessed to commit to CU Buffs football <laughs> because they're coming, baby. Get in now before it's too late. Hashtag Coach Prime. I ain't hard to find. Woo. Unbelievable, man. It's it's going to kick off very, very soon. I'm super excited. And he's not wrong. No. The floodgates are going to open, and the scholarships are going to be gone. And the only thing that's going to be uh, what he's trying to do is open more scholarships. Yep, 100%. Um, anything else to add on the current situation with recruits in the roster? Just the latest Travis Hunter update, which was... Um, 24-7 sports, which does their like predictor percentage of where a guy's going to go, has Travis Hunter at 100%. 100% to Colorado. The number one overall recruit, Ryan. Unbelievable. And uh, it was really cool reading that piece just about the relationship that Travis Hunter and, and Coach Prime have. And it really feels like a father-son type of relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I said this yesterday. Why would the number one player in the country who happens to be a corner want to play for anyone else other than a first ballot Hall of Fame corner? 100%. Um, did I talk about the tackle that committed to Coach Prime in this team? The no, you did not. The first actual commit. Um, let me try and find this real quick. His name, I think, is Jordan Hall. Jordan Hall, three-star. Three-star offensive tackle. He's like 6'8", 330, dude. Yeah. I mean, I don't know... How do you get three stars and you're that massive at 18, 17 years old? Yeah, it could be a a bunch of different things. Obviously, the news cycle is moving so fast right now. Like, we don't have time to go watch the film on him yet. We'll get there eventually. Um, But sometimes it's quality of competition that they're playing against. That's like, hey, yeah, this 6'8", 330 guy bodies 178-pound edge players. Like, I don't know how to rate him a four-star. It could be a a myriad of different things. Um, But you'll take 6'8", 330 on the line in Boulder. Absolutely. Real quick, shout-out to our friends at Green Mountain Dental Group. They've been a supporter of DNVR since the very beginning. We've had countless fans and our own staff convert to Green Mountain Dental and never look back. They're located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver in Lakewood. Dr. Ben and his team have you covered from general dentistry, like regular cleanings, orthodontics, such as removing those pesky wisdom teeth, and everything in between. Tell the fam that DMVR Sports sent you and get a $300 discount for a full orthodontics treatment for new patients. If you mention DMVR Sports, you get a free set of bleach trays. That's a $350 value with a new patient cleaning exam and x-rays. To make an appointment or find out more information, check out their website at greenmountaindentalgroup.com today. All right, Ryan. What else we got? What else we got? It seems like the University of Colorado is selling a bunch of their tickets. Uh, CU legend and Olympian Jeremy Bloom had a tweet that went out uh, just a few hours ago. He said, just spoke to CU's ticket department about getting a box. There is a long wait list, maybe the longest ever. So don't worry about finding the money to pay Prime. CU fans are showing up and shelling out. You renewed yesterday, didn't you? I 
tried. Uh, you just reminded me I need to DM the ticket office again. They've been amazing <laughs> to me, by the way, over the years. Love that. Helping me with anything I had. I did get charged. I was just having some uh, technical difficulties on the website, so I assume I'm renewed. Um, and I told you yesterday on the show that I also threw in a donation in there because I felt like the tickets were too cheap. Um, so I'm happy to uh, shell out a little more, as Jeremy Bloom said. And Jeremy Bloom also um, has been mentioned as like one of the catalysts of making this all happen. Essentially said, he called Rick George at the beginning of the search, said, we got to get Coach Prime. And Rick George said, all right, let's, you know, let's see if we can get connected. Jeremy Bloom then reached out to his friend, Steve Smith, who everyone knows, uh, who got him in contact with Coach Prime. Then there's also the story that Joel Klatt yep. was involved That's in the process. To to, yeah. um, and it's just really cool to see, like, CU legends stepping in and saying, hey, we can help the program. Uh, and Joel Klatt is such an amazing advocate for the university. I think he's the best in the business at what he does uh, in college football. Um, and I just assume that he's going to be more and more and more involved as the team gets nationally relevant. His videos, just analyzing the whole thing and his excitement is incredible to watch. He put out a tweezer, uh, teaser tweet today, teasing potentially game day, uh, big noon for Fox, wow. for Nebraska. Wow. We'll wait and see. We already have the Barstool show coming. Just need to check those boxes. Let's get to questions. I saw one just a little bit further up. He asked, what is the altitude at CU? <laughs> uh, just over 5,300 feet. Okay. Um, so very high. A little Love bit that. higher than Denver. Um, and I think, it, first of all, this shouldn't and, and won't matter for recruits. Um, it's something that takes about a week, maybe two weeks to get used to, mm -hmm. probably less for someone in peak physical shape. Um, but I do think it matters for the fourth quarter when they've been running hurry up offense and gashing you and running and throwing the bubble and doing all that stuff all game long. When you've just been running around at altitude, when you're coming from Southern California or wherever you're coming from, we've yet to see this really at CU a fast paced tempo offense. And I, a lot of it, I think is just because we've been so bad for a while that mm -hmm. if you go fast paced and you go three and out in 27 seconds uh, and you punt it back, your defense is in trouble. Well said. Um, we'll get into this when I eventually write the film room on uh, Sean Lewis, but I think just going off of memory here, the buffs, I mean, they rank damn near last in almost every offensive category last year, including plays per game. I think they struggled to really get 60 plays per game. This is an offense that can get you 80-plus almost every single week. That is going to be just massive for this football team. Yeah, when uh, when Sean Lewis was hired at Kent State, he said that one of the big things that they loved about him was his pace. And he was like, how many plays a game do you guys want? You want 100 plays a game? I'll give you 100 plays a game. <laughs> Let's just go. insane. Uh, next question, Allie, if we could. I watched a game last night where they played Buffalo. I think they lost 70-56. to 56. Oh, my god! I think I saw more points in that game than I've seen in Buffs and Broncos games combined <laughs> this year from their offense. Was Jared Patterson playing at running back yep. for Buffalo? Yep, it was that year. I'm going to have to dig that tape up then. It's a hell of a game. I can't wait. Uh, next question. Sorry. Yes. Uh, oh, do we know what Darian Hagan's role will be going forward? So Brian Howell tweeted this <laughs> earlier today, uh, this morning. He said, ugly side of a coaching change. Colorado's assistants, other than Darian Hagan, have been let go today. Unclear if Hagen will coach running backs or be reassigned. 
But head coach Deion Sanders moving on from 2022 assistants, which have done a great job keeping the team together this fall. Yeah, shout out to those assistants. They were all awesome. They all stepped up in a very, very hard situation. Of course, shout out to our guy, Mike Samford, uh, who led them through a, a brutal second half of the season. Um, anything to add on Darren Hagan? Good job, Coach Hagan. <laughs> he survives another <laughs> one. Go. This is the hardest one to survive uh, yeah. yet, I would say. Uh, Darian Hagan, for those of you who don't know, who are new to CU football, uh, the quarterback of Colorado's 1990 national championship team. Yes, we have been relevant before. Um, and, uh, an all time CU legend, um, a good recruiter, a guy who connects with his players on a special, special level. And I think it shows you a little bit because I think a lot of people think that Deion Sanders came in here and just like blindly fired everyone and told all the players to leave and told all the recruits they can't come it tells me that there actually was some evaluation done uh and maybe rick george was the one who said hey man this guy's been around the program forever yep. he can kind of be the bridge uh from the history of cu to the future of cu um he is a good coach like i said highly highly respected by the players uh and i'm just i'm just like i smiled when i read that today i'm just like hats off coach hagan he's done it again Absolutely love that. I mean, he had one of the quotes of the year that I asked him. It, I think it was after the Cal game. I asked him, what does CU have to do to get back to where they want to be? He talked about leveling the playing field in terms of the transfer portal, in terms of NIL. We're on a level playing field now. Yep. Um, Ali, uh, I saw a comment that was starred from BR Golden Boy. I live in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and I'm going to try to make it to a Buffs game next year. Absolutely love that. I've seen a bunch of people on Twitter from all over the country saying, I want to come to the Nebraska game. We're going to have to do something sick for oh, that Nebraska yeah. game. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to do our own uh, yeah. pregame show no live joke. from the field. Um, let me just say this. Cannot wait to host all of you guys. Yep in boulder uh literally and figuratively if you're coming down if you're staying in denver driving up to boulder come check us out at the dnvr bar we we are literally broadcasting to you from above a bar right now mm -hmm. uh which is awesome so would love to host you guys here legitimately dm me on twitter at ryan konigsberg um or just you know you can type in rk i think i'll come up um i will t help you with any recommendations you want food where to stay you know, what to see while you're in Boulder. Uh, if you want to go on a hike, what trail to go, like anything, <laughs> hit me up. I, I just want you guys to have the best time when you when you come experience Boulder and Folsom Field, which I've said it before, but I'll say it again, is legitimately my favorite place on earth. Uh, so I want you to have the best possible experience when you guys come visit us. Yeah, to all those people that have reached out online who are watching, who are listening right now, DM us when you come out, man. We want to hang out with you guys. We want to talk yeah. Buffs football. Uh, we're really looking forward to it. I've seen a ton of comments about uh, Tim Brewster. Ah, uh, yes. He is another coach. Let's that, finish off the uh, coaching staff update. Yes. Um, so Willie Taggart, I think, is the big one. This just came out right when I got to the office about an hour ago. We reported yesterday that it seems like he was going to be on the staff. It looks a little bit unclear now. It seems that Pete Thamel talked to him, told or Willie Taggart told him that he has not yet taken the job at CU. He is actually going to talk to the Baltimore Ravens and Michigan Wolverines first, so we will wait and see there. Uh, but Tim Brewster, he's the one that got uh, Jordan Hall, the recruit. He recruited him. Yep. Um, so he's they're, they're putting work in, man, already. Tim Brewster, another former FBS head coach. Yes. 
insane. Obviously, there's rumors around Mike Zimmer joining the staff in some defensive role. Some have said defensive coordinator. I've heard potentially defensive analyst because he's still cashing checks from the Vikings. Right. Um, but Brewster is already fired up. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know if you've seen his tweets, oh, but yeah. he's, ri- he's riled up oh, and yeah. ready to go. Uh, the combination of him, and he's a great tight ends coach, by the way. So I mentioned maybe not using the tight end quite as much. Maybe I missed it a little bit when I was watching that offense, but maybe there's a there's a plan to incorporate tight ends a little bit well, more. you're going to get some of the best tight ends in the country now, exactly. so you're going to have to or want to use them. Uh, next question, Allie, if we could. Real Go ahead. quick, was there anything else other than Brewster, Lewis, Zimmer, and Willie Taggart? Just the guys that we already know. Um, right. The linebackers coach, I forget his name right now. I'm sorry. Um, but then Kevin, uh, Mathis. Kevin Mathis, the DB's coach, he's the one that followed all these guys in CU football two weeks ago. Uh, he's going to be on the staff. And then Charles Kelly is his name? Yeah. He was in the video too. So he is on the staff in some capacity. We'll wait and see, I guess. I think he's like director of player personnel okay. or something along those lines. So there we go. Um, is that it for coaching staff? I think that is. Yeah, the Willie Taggart one's interesting because he is also an elite recruiter. So yeah. someone you just want to get in here. Uh, I assume he's doing the smart thing and trying to uh, raise his price a little bit by right. not just saying, yep, I'm in. Someone said Colorado too cold for prime. I'm wearing a short sleeve shirt. It was 55 degrees out today. It's not too cold, I promise you. Yeah, I was going to say, 300 days of sun in Colorado. Yeah, exactly. Um, next question. A lot of people... A lot of people are asking about um, first game of the season. It's at TCU. Then the second game of the season that's first home game for the Buffs is Nebraska. Yep. So it goes TCU, Nebraska, CSU? TCU, Nebraska, CSU. It's kind of weird. We're used to playing CSU in the first game of the season. Yep. Um, At TCU is going to be one hell of a litmus test to just where this roster has turned around. Um, TCU also going to lose a little bit, which is – Thank God. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> well, here's they, what I'll say about that game. The flock of Buffs fans to Dallas or Fort Worth it's for that be game is going to be unbelievable. Make room for the black and gold uh, because it is going to be a pack coming that way. Yep. My guy Cole Cook, uh, a DMBR diehard, he already told me he's going to that game. He said he's going to come to the Nebraska game too, so we'll get to see him there. Let's go. Um, what else did we have, Allie? From Graham here. When should we expect transfers slash recruits to make a firm commitment to play in Boulder this spring? It's tough to say. It's so fluid right now. I mean, the Jackson State Celebration Bowl plays a factor, which is next weekend. I don't know. Yeah, so I think one thing that we didn't think about uh, when we were talking about this transfer portal opening on Monday was the fact that these guys want to get recruited again. So it's not you jump in the portal and you commit right away. Yep. You jump in the portal, you see who's interested, and then you make your decision. I would guess within the next two weeks is when they'll start rolling in. Like a guy like Dorian Singer, I I don't even think is going to be that long. Mm-hmm. Um, but slowly but surely, they're going to start rolling in. Just guys want to see what what offers they have. I think a lot of them would probably put Colorado at the top of their list. But just see who's calling, then make your decision the same way anyone should with any decision. I think we maybe hyped up Monday a little too much because I had I even had people asking, why didn't we get anyone yet? It's like, no one got anyone. It, yeah, it's okay. Relax. Um, and that was our fault for sure because yes. we were like, oh, God. I know. Free agency starts tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this is what Mario asked. At what point do we start seeing the floodgates open and players start committing? Which is exactly what Could be any time now. Could be two weeks from now. Yeah. I mean, 
the thing is like prime is not going to sit back and wait he's just going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing the envelope yep. until these guys start rolling in and i do think it'll be a snowball effect well you think he's pushing now wait until jackson state is done and oh, he is yeah. fully in boulder locked in on cu football and able to really work his magic. That's totally. what's going to happen. And he doesn't have to worry about, you know, game planning. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, next one. Uh, Graham here asked, can we watch the live streams in person at the DMVR bar? Yes, you can. Yeah, we'd love to have you come do yeah, that. Yeah, come, come uh, on We've got a couch right here that you could sit on. <laughs> or Sometimes on the TVs we throw downstairs. them on the TVs downstairs, yep. which we can always do for you guys. Um, so, yeah, grab yourself a beer, hang out. We'll talk to you afterwards. Um, next question, what motivated the buffs to want to become competitive again in football? It's almost like they actively avoided it the past decade. What motivated them was this incredible fan base. I think so too. I think it played a big role. It's the combination of that, which the fan base continued to show out this year. I don't think I tried to give it love on, uh, as many times as I could on Twitter, but I don't yep. think it was, enough was made of the fact that this team that had been beaten and battered and embarrassed for 20 straight years save for a couple years in between uh continued to show out i mean all the way to the end of the season save for the utah game because the students were out of town for thanksgiving right. and this that and the other thing it was impressive all the way through the season and then todd salomon uh, who is going to eventually be like a legend in this story yep. was the one who we were just crossing our fingers and praying that someone who came in here would understand the value that a strong football program brings to university. And I guarantee you the effects are already being seen on the university standpoint in terms of uh, students applying to come to the university. I I've actually had people in my DMs asking hey i'm a high school student why do you love cu so much why should i come which by the way i try to respond to all dms eventually if i see that in my dms i'm on it i'm like i'm Let's like coach go. prime when yeah. like, kid says hey what's what do you guys got going on? i ain't Bowl. hard to find yeah exactly i'm like oh here's why you have to come to bowler it's the greatest place on earth Let's um, go. but i uh, you know todd solomon really saw the value of football in being the face of the university, it is whether you want it to be or not, it's the face of your university because nowhere else do you get to put your logo and your university's name in front of millions of people like you can on a Saturday mm -hmm. uh, when, when your team takes the field. So just watch the way that it impacts Everything. what's going on at CU when this team gets back to relevance. 100%. Um, I got a question in the Discord I want to get to. Real quick, shout out to our diehards. We recently changed up our model to include these diehards to exclusive merchandise prices, exclusive deals at the bar, um, exclusive deals to events, and of course, exclusive content in form of diehard content. And of course, you get access to this diehards only Discord where I've been saying it basically since I started on this beat. This is the closest that you can get to me. Other than having my phone number, this is the <laughs> easiest way to talk to me. Um, so and you've been doing a great job. I, I actually went through and read a, hundreds of messages last night of just interacting with the bus fans in there. We got to get more in there. Yeah. So if you are a DNVR diehard, go and click on the lounge button on the website, thednvr.com. Join the lounge. Get in there and just talk buffs. It's like, it's like the group chat, which, by the way, I have like seven new group chats of my buffs fans <laughs> friends that are just blowing up constantly, sending recruiting news, coaching news, prime news, prime tweets content from youtube like it's just that it's a it's a group chat mm -hmm. with a bunch of 
diehard Buffs fans. I love that comment from Michael Atencio. Transfer portal got U USC and TCU to where they are now. So to sit and say Colorado can't win is hating. People are scared. I don't care what any other school is doing in the conference, CSU or Nebraska. Let's go. Absolutely love that. Um, sorry, kind of got sidetracked, but this is from our guy Pete in the Discord. He says, do we have any details on the transfer requirement stuff yet? I know it was said like it's all good and dandy now, but has CU put anything in writing? The semester is almost over. People are going to want to leave and new people come in January. Do you have anything on that? I, From what I've heard, it's, it's almost going to be immediately in place. Um, so these transfers who, who Prime is trying to get right now should be able to use this to their advantage. Um, so again, this was a part of the negotiations was, hey, if I'm coming here, you guys have to make it easy for me to get these guys in. Um, and it's not like you are you are lowering your academic standard, right. standards to say, okay, well, we'll let in any player in the country. It's just allowing the credits that these players have taken at Missouri or Kansas mm -hmm. or Jackson State to be evaluated to see if they can apply to a degree at CU. So from what I heard, this, is, this applies to, to these guys right now. Um, I'll read that comment, Allie, from Graham. For RK, how many transfers do we expect from JSU? Surely there can't be that many that are P5 caliber. JSU didn't even beat NCAM in celebration last year. Shador and Hunter, sure, but over under five. Over. Prime said 10. Yeah, uh, it is going to be over that. And I think you're downplaying Jackson State a little bit too much. Yep. Uh, put some respect They're a legitimate uh, on program. their name. They mm -hmm. are a legitimate program, and we're constantly seeing... Four star puts his name in the tr portal. Five star puts his name in the portal, like or is considering coming and transferring to CU. Yep, that's a legit program, uh, and I would not downplay the the level of player that is going to come from there. I'm sure you're going to see five or six, four and five stars, and then you know four or five, three stars. Which no one has a better evaluation of who those players are than Coach Prime. So if he right. wants those guys to come with him, then I trust that they are dogs. Love that. Do we have any other questions, Ali? Nope. All right. Sounds like we're going to get out of here real quick, though. I want to put in a plug for the Shador Sanders film room. I said it'd be out today. It is going to be out basically as soon as we're done with this podcast. I'm going to get that out for you Let's guys. Go. So keep an eye on the Twitter at JakeDMVR at DMVR underscore buffs. What was that, Ali? And the DMVR.com as well, where it will be posted. Anything else before we get out of here today? Can't wait, man. Can't wait to see the next. I'm uh, coming. Yeah, exactly. Yesterday we ended the show, and minutes later, Sean Lewis was hired. The news cycle is moving so quickly right now. I almost, if there wasn't a show right after us, I was almost like, let's do a Sean Lewis emergency <laughs> show right now. Like the the news cycle is just rolling and rolling and rolling. Can't thank you all enough for riding along with us. Um, appreciate everyone who set me straight in the comment section yes. yesterday. And uh, keep keep it coming. We will keep these shows coming for you guys. Uh, and a couple days away from an exciting basketball game as well. So uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. 